Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Starting offensive lineman for the Razorbacks, Josh Braun, who is brought to you, of course, by Allstate Insurance, Matt Black. You can call him at 501-851-1038. And Josh, appreciate you joining us. Glad that we were able to make this work where you can join us every week here on Out of Bounds. And also uh, glad that uh, you're 1-0 at this point in time in the season. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. Um, it's a pleasure and an honor and very thankful to be one to know. Um, never want to take a win for granted, no matter who it's, who's it's against and what happens during the game. It's, uh, it's a special thing. All right. So let's start with one one quick thing, because I see is Josh, but all your social media says Joshua. So what which one do you go by more of? What, what's the what's the thing? So it's really up to you. <laughs> um, as I like to say, it's dealer's choice. I'll answer to Josh or Joshua. Um, it's your preference and football matters. I try to go as Josh, um, okay. cause I think the monosyllabic words, um, tend to hang more in the audience's mind. Um, but as I, in academics and, um, for what I want to do after football, I, t- I tend to steer more towards Joshua. Um, so I guess Josh for football, Joshua for professional. All right. Sounds good. Now that all the audience can know whenever they see you out and about what to, what to call you out as, but uh, you know, you, so let's start with the game. Obviously people have been excited about the season. I know you've been excited since transferring here to Arkansas mm-hmm. to really get this season kicked off. And uh, it's not to say everything's perfect because no game really is, but being able to go out there and take care of your opponent 56 to 13 and really just starting setting the tone so early and never looking back, just, how do you feel about your own individual performance as well as the team's performance in this first game? Yeah, I mean, for sure. it's um, Games are different than practice. Uh, in practice, everything is uh, like it's like a firefight. Um, everything happens very fast. It's You have small reaction time windows. And then when you get to the game, the adrenaline kicks in. You actually realize where you're at in the moment. And uh, me and me and Patrick Kudis were talking about it. It kind of slows down. And you're able to uh, just move throughout the moment, throughout the time during the game. And so it's just something that you have to get used to. Um, A game atmosphere is very different than practice. And being so far removed from um, consistently playing, I definitely need – I needed to throughout the game to get accustomed to that. And I I think I did. Um, The first and second quarters, I was kind of uh, just sort of feeling my way through it. as uh, one coach like to say, I, I play with blinders on um, and I have to make a conscious effort to open the blinders up and see the full picture. And so after the first uh, few drives, I was able to open up more and just relax and play through the game. And so I definitely think that's a step I'll take going into this next game that uh, will aid in my ability to play. Now, one thing that I know was maybe surprising to me and a lot of people is because everyone was so excited to see what the offense was going to do with first-year mm-hmm. offensive coordinator here at Arkansas during Sam Pittman's era of Danny Enos and passing and, and rushing and the balance and, and everything. And everyone knows how good Rocket Sanders is and how great of a running back core that you guys have. I think maybe people were surprised that uh, the rushing attack really wasn't able to get going. I know Sam Pittman mentioned in his press conference that that was something that uh, needed to get worked on. But what do you think was going on to maybe why the, the running attack couldn't really get going the way that uh, you guys wanted? Was it something that uh, Western Carolina was doing? Was it something that uh, y'all were unable to get going? Just what was the overall vibe there? Um, well, as you said, um, all the fans know that we have a great rushing attack. 
Um, I think everyone in the country knows that Rocket Sanders is one of the best running backs in the country. And so if you're going to face our offense, what's the first thing that you're going to think of? I mean, Arkansas is smash mouth football um, from the beginning. And so your main goal is going to be stop the run. And what Coach Enos has allowed us to do is we're not a one-dimensional offense. If you're going to stop the run, then we're just going to beat you through the passing game. And so although we would have liked to have a better rushing attack, uh, it was the first game and they were doing everything they could to stop the run. And so we just had to rely more on passing. And so this next game, if they want to stop the pass and make us run, because maybe they don't think we can do it, well, then we're going to beat them with the run game. And so you're just going to see that throughout the weeks that uh, we're not one-dimensional. We have a plethora of weapons on offense and we're going to utilize each of them to their fullest capabilities. So mentioning KJ Jefferson, I mean, he had an incredible game. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, he started, I think he completed the first 12 passes uh, of of the game and really finished strong. And everyone knows, you know, how KJ and what he's capable of, but now you've been in practice and being in a game now, seeing what he was able to do, just what, what did you make of his overall performance and uh, what he is able to do once you go up against another team, that's not someone in practice. (laughs) Uh, I guess I would sum it up with just uh, cool, calm, and collected. I mean, he he's confident in his abilities. He knows who he is, and he's willing to rely on every facet of his game that he needs to. Um, having him back in the pocket is definitely uh, – it gives me more confidence as an offensive lineman just to know that I have a playmaker back there that if I give him time, he's going to make the plays that need to be made. So, Josh, now uh, just looking at the game itself too, So I, I, I'm always curious as a player – uh, people talk about the heat, the humidity, you know, it, I think it's just that way in a lot of parts of the country. I mean, you played in mm-hmm. Florida, so you probably know a little bit about uh, how warm it could get, but uh, was that any sort of thing that, that played into the play or impacted the team at all, as far as the heat and the humidity and everything on Saturday? Uh, I would say you would always have to take the heat into consideration. Um, I think Brady Latham told me that they announced on uh, TV that it was 105 degrees on the turf. Me personally, I've never played. Um, that hot of a game um, now the it was a dry heat <laughs> yeah. um, as John Panette would like to say but uh, so that's something I need to get accustomed to I was having a little trouble uh, just catching my breath because it was so dry and uh, but yeah I mean 105 degree heat on the turf it's it's rough um, first game of the season we're gonna have some growing pains with that but as the season moves on it shouldn't be a problem also, Josh, uh, I'm curious because, you know, this game being in Little Rock, it's a unique situation, and this is your first game at War Memorial Stadium. And, uh, you know, knowing what the, the travel was like and all that, can, can you kind of just walk us through Saturday for you guys, or at least Friday night into Saturday mm-hmm. as far as travel, walkthroughs, just what was that schedule like throughout the entire game day experience? Yeah, so we got to the uh, – I want to say we got to the facility around 11. Um, I did some treatment, and then we had our – usual pre-practice meetings and walkthroughs. And then we boarded the buses um, around 2.30 and then drove the three hours to Little Rock. Uh, got there about 5.30, then we had dinner. And uh, I, I would say we were done with football responsibilities around 8.15, 8.30. And then we had bed check at 9.30. And so um, I just, the night before a game, I try to relax my mind and just, we've put in so much effort and so much work throughout the week um, Coach Enos likes to say, just win Monday through Friday. And so Friday night before a game, I I try to take myself out of it. Um, I've done the work throughout the week that I need to do to prepare for the game. Now that I know that I need to relax my body and my mind so that I'm mentally prepared and not fatigued to play on Saturday, 
Um, so I try to just relax for about 30 minutes and then go to bed. So I'm well rested. Um, and then I like to wake up early um, on game days. So I wake up about an hour uh, to an hour and a half before wake up call. And so on Saturday morning, since it was a noon kickoff, we had pregame meal. Um, I want to say at about eight o'clock. And then, so I woke up at, at 6 a.m. Well, actually, I, I intended to wake up at 6 a.m. I woke up at 5 a.m. and just could not go to sleep. Uh, I think I was excited. Um, so hmm. I woke up at 5. And then what I like to do is I put in my headphones. I listen to uh, worship music as I walk down to uh, either the lobby or whatever the football um, hub is at that hotel. Um, and then I f- get a cup of coffee from the meal room and I just find a quiet corner and I sit and I listen to a sermon. Um, right now I'm listening to sermons that were from the church I attended in Gainesville. And so I listen to a sermon, which is about 45 minutes, uh, drink some coffee and then just have some quiet time before the game, just me and the Bible and God and just uh, give the day up to him, know that he uh, protects me and guides my every step. And then once that time has come to an end, and a pregame meal is about to start. I then rejoin the team. We go into pregame meal, and it's all business from there. Well, that's really fascinating because I kind of want to go back to that because you know you think about when players have certain routines that they go through, and you know whether it's certain you know music to get them amped up and excited, or uh, you know having to put their socks on a certain way. I mean, a lot of superstitions that could happen. But uh, you're talking about you know listening to worship music and listening to a sermon, which I think a lot of people will respect and appreciate. So, like, is it just more of a calming type thing or is it more of just a motivational? Like, what kind of mood does that get you in and ready, obviously, to go play a college football yeah. game? Uh, I think for me personally, um, I get very nervous before games. I don't like the the randomness, the unpredictability of the game. Um, as people say, anything can happen in a football game. And uh I don't like that aspect of it. I like to control things. I like things to go a certain way. I'm very routine. Um, you can ask my wife. I plan everything out. And if things don't go according to plan, I like glitch and the whole day is ruined. Um, and so I just have to take that time uh, and I offer it up to the Lord, just knowing that he plans all things, all things go according to his plan and all things ultimately are for our benefit and humanity's benefit as a whole. Um, and that just quiets my nerves, calms my heart, and lets me approach the game knowing that it's in his hands, win or lose. We're speaking with Joshua Braun here on Out of Bounds, thanks to Allstate Insurance for Matt Black. And now, Joshua, looking kind of towards the, this week, obviously you got another game in front of you. You get to return home to Fayetteville against Kent State. Uh, before we actually get into Kent State themselves, uh, just looking at this week, what are some things that as you and also just the offensive line in general – is going to be the focus, things that you guys are really going to work on. Because they always say the biggest improvements from game one to game two. So mm-hmm. what are the things that you as an offensive line unit is going to try to work and improve on this week? I mean, that's definitely true. Um, I think you're going to see an improvement across the board just uh, with the physicality that we're playing with. That's definitely going to be a, uh, a crucial point that we're going to hit in practice. Um, just being physical, being nasty, uh, chasing after the ball. Um, and once again, I, I think uh, our running game was limited last week and so I'm I'm hoping that we are able to uh, punish them in the run game a little bit just open up all facets of our offense and uh, we're definitely going to be harping on that in practice so just the physicality and uh, just the mental aspects of everything 
So what's the schedule look like? Is it more, do you guys watch a lot of film throughout this week as far as Kent State goes? Do you know much about the matchup itself at this point in time? Just what do you make of that game? Yeah, so uh, uh, today's Monday night, and so Monday's practice, we uh, the first about hour and a half of meetings, we put Saturday's game to rest. Uh, we watched uh, the corrections that we need to make going forward with the offensive plays, and uh, we walked through them. And then after we finished with that, we went into game planning for Kent State. We watched a little bit of their film, and uh, we're definitely going to – we watch film on our, on our own, um, either tonight or tomorrow morning. And then uh, when we get together as an offense going into meetings pre-practice for Tuesday's practice, we'll also watch more film. And a lot of it's just the personnel of the defense alignment we're going against, if they have any tells, if they have any tendencies, and then just the tendencies of the defense as a whole. So I know that this is also kind of an interesting weekend being the holiday weekend. Do you, do you watch any other college football games when you get an opportunity when you guys aren't playing? I know that always Saturday it's tough, but since there was games on Thursday, Friday, uh, Sunday, yeah. Monday, like, are, do you get much chance to watch college football or do you focus on other things? Um, so I used to, I used to focus on other things. Um, I never really watched college football um, when I was in college. And when I was younger, I would only watch my brother's games. Um, but recently I've, I've had, uh, some friends of mine, uh, old teammates who've transferred to schools. Um, one of them transferred to USC, Michael Tarquin, and they played a week zero game. Um, and so I tried to watch as much of that game as I could. And then, um, I follow along with them and then I have buddies at Cincinnati. So I was keeping up with their game and, uh, it's definitely, um, the transfer portal, as many people have seen, it allows uh, movement along college football. And so, uh, through that, I think you have college athletes across the country that have friends in different divisions and different conferences at different schools that they'll keep in touch with and watch their games. And so I, uh, particularly USC, um, but then all of my other team, former teammates, NFL and college, I watch them. So I'm also curious, because since this is our first interview with you here on Out of Bounds, a lot of people just are always interested about mm -hmm. the, the person, uh, you know, the person, Josh Braun. And uh, just you talked about how much your faith obviously means so much to you, but uh, outside of football and maybe even outside your faith, what are some things that you like to do? Maybe some hobbies, some stuff to, that you like to, to do in your downtime, which I know is not much this fall, but overall, <laughs> just what do you like to do? Uh, so when I lived in Florida, I was big on uh, free diving. Um, so I had a mask and snorkel and fins and we have, and Florida is, um, has a limestone foundation. And so there's freshwater springs that are cold um, that rise up. And where I lived in Florida, in North Florida, there was tons of them. And so I'd go spring hopping uh, with friends and family. And when I moved to Arkansas, um, I started reading about the hot springs. And so I've went to some of those um, for spring break, me, my wife, and both of our parents went to hot springs and we did the, the bathhouses and all of that good stuff. And then uh, we also have hiked Devil's Den. Um, just being in Arkansas, being the natural state, we really wanted to see all that Arkansas has to offer. And so we've taken up hiking. Um, we've done Devil's Den, Yellow Rock Overlook, and then... Um, we went to a place in Van Buren, I believe, that was a waterfall and um, had like a creek. And so we're definitely, I guess we're hikers now. <laughs> well, there's plenty of places for that in Arkansas, for sure. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know how much contact or how much you knew about Arkansas before you transferred here, but was it maybe a little bit uh, different or surprising when you got here to see like, man, this, yes. is, this is not what you expected, maybe? <laughs> it was, I had many misconceptions when I first uh started the recruiting process with Arkansas. Um, 
but I'm very pleased to see uh, what the state truly is. And uh, I got to tell you, we're falling in love with it uh, the more we live here. My yeah. wife's a Florida girl through and through, but I think I'm making her an Arkansan. <laughs> okay. Well, again, I, know, I don't mean to keep you because I think it's pretty fascinating. <laughs> Being married as a college football player is a, mm-hmm. I would say, pretty much a rarity. And how is that dynamic uh, going when? I'm sure it's going really well, especially she's around you right now. But, uh, you know, how does that work into the whole thing of being a college football player, but also being married? It seems pretty, pretty unique. Yeah. um, So it definitely is unique. Fortunately for me, I had an older brother who was married for the last year of his eligibility in college. So uh, the groundwork was set, so to speak. And so I had a, I had a decent idea of how to navigate it. Um, just the football and the marriage part. Um, but I mean, everybody who's married knows that it's definitely a transition. Um, and so we, in the first year of our marriage, we moved halfway across the country, um, which is difficult for anybody. And so it definitely brought us closer together, made us rely on each other more and just uh, we're thankful for all the times we've had through it. Well, it's a, it's a very unique thing, unique story, and hopefully this is going to be another great chapter in the, in the book that you have of uh, not only your college eligibility, but also just in general of your life. But we look forward to having Josh Braun on with us every week on Out of Bounds throughout the football season, and you can catch him every Tuesday at 2.05 right here on 103.7 The Buzz. But, Josh, really appreciate you joining us, man. Good luck this week against Kent State. Stay healthy out there, and hopefully we're ca- catching up with you next week talking about another Razorback win. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on.